This is Dr. Julie Goldstein, and this is part of Mizrahi's daily dose on the DAF project. Like so much of Masachat Beitzah, DAF Chav Zayin deals with the conflict between, on the one hand, our desire and actual halachic need for a Simchat Yom Tov, that is to enjoy Yom Tov specifically through consuming a freshly prepared meal, and on the other hand, the strictures of Muksa and Nolad that place limits on that. An interesting note about Daf Chavzayin, there are two cases on the Daf in which questions are resolved not by an individual rabbi's brilliant kazooistry, but through consultation with a larger scholarly community. The first instance in which this occurs on the Daf is when the question arises as to whether one may or may not inspect a firstborn animal for a blemish on Yom Tov. We're told that the tradition is ultimately handed down to us by a group called the Kahalak Dishad de Yerushalayim, which was a group of rabbis who gathered in Yerushalayim after the Chorban, after the destruction of the Temple and subsequent Hadrianic persecutions, and modeling the Pharisaic rabbis of the late Second Temple period who preceded them, lived a lifestyle of Torah study mixed with prayer and profession. The second instance is when Rabbi Tarfon is asked two things about the status of an animal that's died on the holiday and what to do when the challah dough meant for the Kohen becomes impure. And he, in turn, opts to consult the Beit Bidrash. Both of these occurrences give us a glimpse into something we don't always see in our Talmudic studies, namely that our rabbis functioned not as lone scholars toiling away in a proverbial ivory tower or mountaintop, but were actually parts of communities of scholars. Now, some of the most dramatic moments in Jewish history took place in just these types of communities, whether it was the final canonization of the books of Tanakh, or the determination of lo bashamayimhi, the Torah, law, covenant is not in the heavens, but this stuff shows us that these communities are useful even for seemingly mundane questions, such as, does halacha allow me to have X, Y, and Z for lunch on Yom Tov? Of course, it wasn't just the rabbis of the Mishnah and Gemara who required scholarly communities. Throughout history, and today too, scholars benefit and keep each other honest when they engage in intellectual exchange. So maybe we all be Zoha to find our own communities, communities of people who inspire us, challenge us, and help us find the answers to questions large and small. Have a great day.